Well, I'm just back from our vacation at the beach. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw the pictures of the amazing sunrises on the beach in Wildwood. If you've been listening for a while, you know I'm big on my morning routines and vacation is no different. It's our third year going to the same beach and I so look forward to my vacation mornings every year. I set my alarm clock for 5 a.m. and Russ is a serious trooper because he hears the alarm and just rolls over. And I get up, I do my thing, I get ready, I put on the coffee, and then I head down to the beach and just walk along the shore. I did a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, and it completely allowed me to clear my head and get focused on what my right next steps are in life. That may sound pretty deep, but that's what it means to live intentionally. Asking yourself what you want to get out of this life. What difference do you want to make, if any? What do you want people to remember you by? Your kids, your family, your friends. And then every day, take one step in that direction. Before you know it, you'll have a podcast like me. You laugh, but my point is, I knew I wanted something more out of this life when I was at the beach two years ago. I wasn't getting the fulfillment out of my corporate job, but I did the work well, I got clarity on who I was and what I want to be. And every day since then, I've taken that little baby step to get closer to that person. Did I know last year at this time that I would be doing a podcast? Well, absolutely not. It wasn't even on my radar as a possibility. I had just started listening to podcasts myself, and I always hated hearing the sound of my own voice on any recording. So the fact that a year later, I'm almost 20 episodes deep on a successful podcast just shows you don't have to see the entire staircase to take that right next step. Just sit in your thoughts, meditate on it, pray on it, listen to your intuition, and go for it. And don't use the excuse that you do not have time. I am one of the busiest people I know, and I always find the time. God always gives me the time. And it's never the sacrifice of quality time with my family. It all comes down to time management and aligning how you are spending your time with what you value in life. If you need help figuring all of that out, then reach out to me and book a session with me and I'll walk you through it. You can check out my website for more info. It's momwifecareerlife.com or check in the show notes. But I say it all the time, don't settle. You don't need to be stressed out. You don't need to be unhappy at your job. You don't need to feel overwhelmed with all that is on your plate. Take control of your time, your schedule, your present, and most importantly, your future. So that was a lot, but I had to say it because my vacation mornings almost felt like a spiritual retreat and it left me feeling so rejuvenated and so motivated to nurture you, this podcast, and the community that I'm building. And speaking of rejuvenated, that brings us to today's topic, how to get a good night's sleep so you wake up feeling energized and ready to tackle whatever the day may bring. And because I have so much to share on this topic, I decided to break it into two episodes. So make sure you listen in next week for part two. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work, with time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third, it's time to dive into today's episode of 
mom wife to real life. We all hate a bad night's sleep where you wake up in the middle of the night because you have to pee or the baby or the kids wake you up or your mind is racing and you can't fall back to sleep and you just watch that clock and are constantly trying to figure out how much sleep you would actually get if you fell asleep again right at that moment. And then when you finally fall back asleep, it's almost as if your alarm went off right away or the kids are waking you up for the day. Getting the right amount of sleep is so important for so many reasons. Besides the increased health risks, bad night's sleep affects your mood and your ability to focus and think clearly. Being tired and having fog brain are two things no mama wants to deal with on a jam-packed day. But there are things you could do to help create that perfect, relaxing environment. So that brings us to my tips on how to get a better night's sleep. Number one, have a consistent schedule. Try going to bed around the same time every night and wake up around the same time every day, at least on weekdays. The more consistent your schedule is, the more you're training your internal clock to get tired at a certain point in the evening and wake up at a certain time every day. If I go to bed at my normal time at night, I don't even need an alarm clock at this point to wake up at 4.30 because my internal clock wakes me up. But if I go to bed later, which happens sometimes on the weekends, my internal clock adjusts a little bit and then I end up waking up later than normal. So consistency is key. Number two, stop drinking water at least two hours before you're going to sleep, especially if you wake up nightly to go to the bathroom. If you need to have that sip of water before bed, take a sip. But if you have that full glass before bed, chances are either you'll wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom or you'll wake up extra early in the morning which I'm not opposed to, but if you love your sleep in the morning, then ditch that water at night. And side note, healthy habit hack. If you find you're very thirsty at night, try reducing your salt intake, especially at dinner time. Number three, limit your caffeine. If caffeine affects you, try to limit the amount you're having during the day, especially in the afternoon. Rule of thumb is you should have your last caffeinated beverage around eight hours before you go to bed. So if you're going to bed at 10, your last cup of coffee should be around two. Some people aren't affected by caffeine. I don't know the science behind it, but I could have a coffee right before bed and sleep just fine. Most people aren't like that. So if you want to have that afternoon coffee or that after dinner cappuccino when you're out for a nice meal, ask for decaf. Same taste and it won't keep you up at night. Number four, limit TV. I'm not a big TV watcher. We'll watch a show or have a family movie night as we call it, but I try not to watch anything too heavy or scary, especially before bed, and I definitely do not watch the news. Your day-to-day life gives you enough to worry about and scenarios to make up in your head. You don't need any more negativity in your head before you go to sleep. The other night, I shut off the light when Russ's closet light was still on, but the door was closed, so it looked like his closet was almost glowing. And he said, it looks like the scene from The Poltergeist. And that's all my head needed to hear. I knew I was going to have crazy dreams just because I pictured that scary scene in the movie. And sure enough, I had a dream, which felt like it lasted the entire night that the upside down from Stranger Things was creeping up into my reality and the vines kept coming after me. All I had was a hair scissor to try and cut them before they grabbed me. As you could tell, I have very vivid dreams. But if you don't, it's still there in your subconscious. So try to go to bed with something positive in your head. Number five, use a diffuser or spray essential oils. If you have a hard time sleeping, aromatherapy can be so calming. Lavender is one of my favorite must-have essential oils. It's great for diffusing before you go to bed because it's calming. It's also great for mosquito bites and burns. I always carry a bottle with me. You can use any scent that you like. One of my favorite mixes is eucalyptus and spearmint because it just smells like a spa. 
Kids also have essential oil bed spray, which some of them have made themselves. Michael's is actually a bottle of what's called monster spray. We bought it in a cute little store in our town and it has a little monster on the front. He used to spray it to keep the monsters out of his room, but now we just refill it and he sprays it at night on his bed because he loves the smell and finds it calming. Number six, use a sound machine. Using a sound machine or a sound app helps block out any outside noise. Your neighbor's talking, street traffic, crickets, if that sound bothers you, the birds chirping in early hours of the morning, or your partner snoring. There are so many different sound options out there. White noise, beach waves, rain, crickets, because some people find that soothing. We sleep with the fan app. It mimics the sound of a fan, and there's actually a couple of different types of fan options. We actually always have our overhead fan on because it helps regulate the temperature, but it doesn't make a lot of noise. So we use the app, and wherever we go, we're using it. If we're staying at a friend's house, sleeping in a hotel, wherever we are, we're using that app. I'm so used to it at this point that it's actually hard for me to fall asleep without it. So get the sound machines. Number seven, limit screen time and turn off notifications or silence them. Those experts say that you shouldn't have screen time at least two hours before bed, but I think that's a little unrealistic, at least for me. If you are able to not have your phone on your bedside table or leave it out of your room, kudos, that is amazing. Do it. But we don't have a house phone in our house anymore, so I want that phone in my room. Plus, I use it as my alarm clock. If you're the same, then there are different options on your phone to help limit any disruptions while you sleep. You can turn off the notifications or just put your cell phone on sleep mode so nothing bothers you, which is what I do. I have it override my kids' phone numbers and close family, so that way if I'm on sleep mode, I'm still getting a call from them if they're out at a sleepover or wherever they may be. So those are my tips for Part one, to recap, number one, have a consistent schedule. Going to bed around the same time and waking up around the same time every day helps you create an internal clock. Number two, stop drinking water two hours before bed. No one likes to get up in the middle of the night to pee. And on that note, make sure you're going to the bathroom right before bed too. Empty that bladder. Number three, limit caffeine. Bringing that evening cup of coffee might taste good, but the consequences aren't worth it. Opt for decaf. Number four, limit TV or at least the negative content you are watching. You'll have a much better night's sleep if you watch something funny and lighthearted before closing your eyes. Number five, use a diffuser or spray essential oils. Aromatherapy is a real thing. Diffusing the right oils will help relax your body and calm your mind. Number six, use a sound machine. Drown out all the excess noise, especially your snoring husband. Number seven, limit the screen time or turn off or silence those notifications. Those text messages can wait until morning. Well, I hope you found part one helpful. I'd love to hear which tips you're going to try this week. Head on over to our free Facebook community and tell me all about it. The link to our group is in our show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and search up Mom Wife Career Life and click join. I can't wait to see you over there. And look out for part two of my tips for a better night's sleep. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pats. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful. If you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me, and let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. 
If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.